in general, it really just is wonderful to see the impact that a healthy subscription business can have. And when you touch on just a moment to go, um, that kind of not just the revenue driver, but some of the complications, let's say, that could arise from offering subscriptions, one of which that we mentioned in the beginning of this call was customer support tickets. And one thing that we're really proud of is the proof is in the pudding, right? When when someone switches to Smarter, on average, anyway, they're seeing a 70%, 70% decrease in customer support tickets. You're listening to E-Commerce Fastlane, the podcast show to help you build, manage, grow, and scale a successful and thriving company powered by Shopify. Listen to real conversations with partners and subject matter experts as they share proven practical strategies, platforms, and the best Shopify apps to help you accelerate your business. The time is now for you to improve efficiencies, grow revenue, profit, and lifetime customer loyalty. Please welcome your host, startup founder and strategic advisor, Steve Hutt. This episode is brought to you by Tapcart, the number one mobile app builder for D2C e-commerce brands on Shopify. If you haven't heard of Tapcart, they're a no-code platform that makes it crazy easy for you to turn your Shopify store into a mobile app that your consumers will absolutely love. The integration with your store is seamless and can be used directly from within the Shopify admin. And everything is real-time synced, so all your products and collections get pulled directly into the app without any extra effort on your part. Now, intelligent brands are winning today knowing that push notifications are the key to reaching your top segment of customers in the age of saturated email and text marketing. Marketing truly is an attention game, and push notifications are the key to building your community and your lifetime customer value. Now, with BFCM around the corner, now is the perfect time to launch a mobile app for your store. The Tapcart team makes it super easy for you to get your app live in the App Store in just two weeks or less. You'll be surprised how light the lift is to get started, so I highly recommend that you check out Tapcart. Even if you're not sure if a mobile app is suitable for your store, it's worth a 30-minute demo to learn about this incredible conversion tool. Now, Tapcart is offering up to three months for a limited time leading up to this peak season. So take advantage of their best deal of the year by booking a free 30-minute demo at tapcart.com forward slash fastlane. That's tapcart.com forward slash fastlane. Well, hey there, my name is Steve Hutt. I'm Senior Merchant Success Manager here at Shopify, and welcome back to the fifth season of e-commerce Fastlane. Now, whether this is your first time listening or you're a weekly subscriber, I do really appreciate the fact that you're taking time today and listening to the show. I know there's plenty of podcast choices out there, both to help grow and scale your Shopify-powered brand, but you know, just the fact that you're here today definitely means the world to me. I know it does for sure for my featured guest. Now, new episodes are available twice weekly, and they're available from all your podcast apps like Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're also uh, streaming live now on Amazon Music and on YouTube. So if you listen to your shows that way, you might want to go check out those platforms. I also highly recommend to get the full value of today's episode that you click through from whatever podcast app you're using and go through to the show notes. 
Once again, there's that ecommercefastlane.com and there you'll find the show transcript links and then any resources that we mentioned today. Now, today's episode, my guest is Gabby Teagan. She's the CEO and founder of a company called Smarter. It's S-M-A-R-T-R-R, Smarter at smarter.com. And what they are is they're a, a Shopify subscription app service and they really help brands to, I'd say maybe curate a more engaged and a more enhanced experience for brands that want to get involved with subscription and the subscriber experience. It's really interesting conversation. I've done a lot of research kind of leading up to this recording because they have not been on my radar and they need to be because they're doing a lot of unique things in the Shopify subscription space that uh, this story needs to be told. So, hi Gabby, welcome to e-commerce Fastlane. Thank you, Steve, so much and thanks for having us. Oh, my pleasure. You know, I, I mentioned a little bit at the top of the show. I mean, subscriptions is a very interesting opportunity for brands. I think some brands don't realize how easy it can be, but they also, um, on the flip side, though, they understand that there can be some some complexities about implementing it or uh, the customer experience around it. And, you know, some people are really sensitive about, yeah, I can see the LTV benefits of having, you know, a subscription and a recurring revenue and, uh, and a predictable income coming in on subscription side, they're just not sure how to select the right solution to help implement it. And then they're also wondering about like overall customer experience when they start adding on instead of just subscribe and save. Is there an abusive way of using it and all that sort of thing? So let's just talk first on a high level. I'm, I'm going to trust me, I got a bunch of questions here, but I, I want to really want to dig deep into subscriptions today because it's, it's near and dear to my heart. I, you know, as you know, with Shopify, I have a large book of business that I manage and a lot of them are, are subscription based companies. And so I'd like to understand from your perspective, since you're a founder, about the smarter brand um, and specifically some of the problems that you're solving in the subscription space. Yeah, I mean, you brought up two two great pain points that we hear time and time again. One is implementation of a subscription app and two is what the actual implication of, of offering subscriptions could be. Um, so I guess I can start with those two. I mean, the first one, implementation being difficult, was one of the things that we first uncovered when even coming up with the idea for Smarter, just in talking to Shopify brands was how expensive, time-consuming both the implementation, but then also the maintenance of some of these apps can be. So our approach from day one was how do we cut down on the cost, the time, that just general investment that a brand has to make in order to launch subscriptions? Because it should be simple. It, sh- it should be, you know, if it's a Shopify store, we should mimic Shopify's methodology essentially of allowing a brand to set up a site or subscriptions in minutes or spend months right. building a site, but that should be up to them. <laughs> All right. Um, and then that second point is is really interesting. The other thing that we we heard time and time again, and, and this was, Steve, after 150 interviews is when we decided to to really go after and this and, and start smarter. But uh-huh. one of the things that we kept hearing was our CS team is growing purely by need because of how many issues we're having with subscriptions, whether it's that someone gets billed three times instead of one or they're billed $2,000 instead of 20. I mean, some of these issues have been really, to me, just bizarre. Um, Honestly, I I can't imagine having a tech platform that causes such headaches, but ultimately cost as well. So that was the other thing that we focused on was how do we build a solution that is both easy to implement, but customizable for those brands who really want a uh, unique experience, and I can touch on that a little bit later in the conversation, but also mm-hmm. one that is based on intuitive behaviors that a consumer will take and what will position them to be most successful with their subscriptions. So that means both 
giving them ease in how they manage their subscription, but also giving them the flexibility. And that mm-hmm. that includes for us gifting. We were the first app to launch subscription gifting. We're the first app to launch sequential subscriptions out of the box, meaning that you can have a refill component really easily set up. Um, digital subscriptions is one of our offerings. So really it's how do we offer a catered subscription solution tailored to their business, but with the end consumer in mind. Yeah, I noticed that too, that there's some really interesting kind of out of the box features because, you know, like what I have found maybe potentially with some other subscription apps is the fact that brands that want to create more customizable experiences in their customer portal, the reality is there's, it's very, very dev heavy, uh, both from a UX perspective and then the actual engineering to maintain this uh, new portal that's outside of the box of just like the regular framework. But when I go and see what Smarter has, you have like a significant amount of, of a lot of the feature sets that others are having to build manually themselves, where other partners are not including these sorts of functionality built into their customer portal. I know one big one that comes up quite a bit. And the word is flavor fatigue, where I find brands are, you know, let's say they're in a sports nutrition company with protein powder, whatever, then all of a sudden, you know, or even protein bars. I have another brand I manage that's in the protein bar business. Sometimes you can get flavor fatigue and you want to make it easy because, you, you know, you want to avoid churn as, as, as quickly as possible. And it's like, well, no, instead of like pausing or canceling your subscription with us today, uh, would you like to pause it? Or, uh, you know, our, in flavor fatigue is not maybe a word you'd use with the customer, but on the flip side though, it makes it easy to uh, go in and change uh, the cadence or the products, the product mix, whatever can be changed quite quickly uh, with your solution. I think that's quite unique. Absolutely. And two use cases that stand out to me that get our team excited. One is um, we're working with a couple of alcohol beverage companies, but one in particular struck a chord with me because they have a phenomenal online business. Um, In fact, one of their one of their online consumers spent a million dollars on tequila last year. Can you imagine? And (laughs) they have a really thriving business, but they're offering Uh, they're with a subscription, a legacy subscription app, and their offering is essentially that you have to pick one of many tequilas. You subscribe to that tequila. You cannot swap tequila flavors. You cannot easily add on tequila flavors. And when I spoke to them initially, I said, why don't we do a tequila of the month club where you literally have, you could say, are you a beginner? You know, are you advanced in your tequila tasting? Mm-hmm. And then every month you're able to select, uh, either select a different tequila or just have a curated selection sent to you and we could do fun things like a online tasting, right? And so mm-hmm. that's that kind of experience is really one that we want to harp on and and allow brands to go above and beyond outside of the box, but through mm-hmm. out of the box functionality. Love it, love it, love it. Let's talk a little bit about the origin story of Smarter. Like it's, it's always fascinating to me, like why people build technology products. It's so interesting. Like how did all the pieces come together, um, you know, with you and the founding team? Like I guess a couple points. Number one, the desire to want to build a SaaS product. And number two, like where did all the expertise come from uh, to be positioned to even want to build this thing? Yeah, great question. Um, we launched the company, well, I guess the in- initial concept of a company without the name Smarter, without even the focus of subscriptions, was started in the summer of 2020. So this is essentially peak quarantine season. Yeah, um, I bet. <laughs> I, I don't know how your area was impacted, but in New York, we were really, I mean, yeah, yeah, I the area that I grew up in was just devastated and yeah. shops were closing. And so I felt yeah. a need to try to help our local community, but also 
learn more about how we can help small businesses in general that were impacted by COVID. And frankly, Steve, that was paired with solely fate. I was in PropTech before this and I loved PropTech. I love my company and the team that I had the chance to work with. Um, But this opportunity really resonated with me because when we started doing preliminary research calls with D2C founders, with Shopify, you know, uh, brands, subscriptions just kept coming up. And mm-hmm. over the course of a couple of months, it was 150 calls and 147 brands told me that subscriptions were their number one pain point. And keep in mind, Steve, this is in the midst of the worst supply chain issues yeah. that we've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that stuck that that stuck out to me. And, and that was the moment where we said, you know, what, this is something that needs to be built. This is a problem that needs to be solved. And this is an area that desperately needs innovation. Right. And so you jumped in head first. And then so where did the, the, the technology come from the engine, the engineering side to get this all together? Yeah, great question. Um, so we had a small team initially, uh, but then last summer we brought on our phenomenal VP of engineering, Thomas, who has experience with Fresh Direct and I, I think something like 15 years of engineering experience. So he's been really Lovely. phenomenal. Um, and he has brought on, believe it or not, 17 engineers and three product team members. So, Mm. and by the way, that's the majority of our team. Our total team size is 28 right now. So we are heavily invested in R&D and the growth that we've seen from that team is just incredible. Oh, that's lovely. That's good to hear because nice to understand kind of like, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, these solutions are made based on their own uh, itch to scratch, so to speak, where, you know, they had a company um, and they want to build it. You're on the flip side, though, where you're just seeing market sentiment. You're interviewing and talking to people and all of a sudden, no, this these are the pains. This is where we want to get involved. And then then all of a sudden understanding what these pains and needs are and then coming up with a concept and building out this product. And uh, and now here we are. And, you know, there's so many brands that are that are powered by the smarter platform now. Um, I think, gosh, it was a couple of years back when Shopify released their subscription APIs more out into the wild, into the public realm. And you know, anybody can build a subscription app, but the reality is um, it's <laughs> it's pretty significant, the amount of work that's involved um, and, being, and understanding the API, um, the changes that Shopify is making kind of consistently on it to improve the API. Um, and then, but you, it sounds like you've put a lot of the pieces of the puzzle together. What does Shopify offer to get direct access to, um, you know, to, to Shopify payments, you know, through Stripe and how that all works, um, even potentially even third-party gateways. But then how do you have a, or create a great customer experience around with your app? Because all subscriptions, just because a side note for those listening, Shopify as its core doesn't necessarily offer a subscription offering. They have subscription APIs and allow partners to build an app to power the subscriptions that a brand may want. And you're one of those partners. Um, you just have more an advanced tool now where you have a lot of the things that are custom programmed on other tools and other brands have to do versus you have it right out of the box. And I really do appreciate that. So one thing I want to talk a little bit about uh, today is just success right now with brands because you're, you know, I, I'd, I'd argue a bit that you are merchant facing because you get to see what success looks like. You understood the pains, you built a product that is actually solving a need right now. And you're seeing, I know we're going to get into a story in a few minutes, but just overall, are there, are there any kind of key things that that you see right now um, that are just success drivers overall? Like, you know, like like what's really making the difference today for brands in, in D2C? Like subscriptions is one of them, but like what specifically around that or overall strategy are you, are you seeing? Great question. I mean, Honestly, the market has been changing so quickly that I feel like the answer to that <laughs> might be outdated by the time that this podcast airs. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah. Really what we're seeing is, look, I mean, the ad spend that brands are, you know, accustomed to to deploying is mm. now no longer as efficient. And we know that because acquisition costs yeah. are rising. We know that because, I mean, just the ad world in general has changed dramatically. So yeah. our brands are struggling with a couple of things, but one of which is just purely how do we, from a very basic standpoint, improve or keep consistent our revenue? And that's where something like a smarter can come in, where we're not just a set it and forget it subscription app, right? Right. We really take the time to build an app that and continue to to do this research and continue to build functionality around this very premise of we are consumer behavior driven. So our app is built with the end consumer in mind to drive the behavior that these brands ultimately want to to drive, right? And that can mean a mm-hmm. couple of things, but when when brands and we have these numbers and I'm I'm so proud of the team for being able to, you know, say what I'm about to say, but when brands switch from another provider to smarter, they see mm. almost 300% growth in the first 90 days. Mm. Um, and wow. what that is attributed to, at least from how we can understand it, is an increase in conversion on the PDP. We help improve uh, with the leg in comparison to legacy apps conversion on checkout, but that I cannot take credit for. Unfortunately, that is all Shopify. So kudos to you (laughs) guys. And then that customer experience post-sale is really our bread and butter. It's engaging Mm. the consumer. And that's, as you know, Steve, kind of the premise of what we do is how do we take a customer and turn them into a subscriber? But rather than stop there, like so many other apps, how do we take that subscriber and turn them into a loyal brand advocate and champion? We believe that that's through engagement. And that can take form in many different ways. It can take form in community, which we help support through our customer portal. Um, It can take place through engaging the consumer, just notifying them of upcoming orders and new products that have been released, giving them member-only benefits, which a ton of our brands are seeing a really significant uh, revenue driver as. And it can mean so much more. But really what we want to do is make it easy for consumers to manage their subscription and do with it what they need. It might be to swap. It might be to add on items. They might mm-hmm. just want to redeem their birthday present from the brand. But the point is, is that we're making it easy. And ultimately, what that all drives is an increase in LTV, obviously, a significant mm-hmm. improvement in retention, which I know a lot of brands are hesitant to, to launch subscriptions for that very reason. And mm-hmm. ultimately, it helps acquisition because... Another thing that we do at Smarter is support reviews and referrals and rewards. We're actually launching rewards and, and referrals next week in-house, which will out of beta, of course. But so over the last couple of yeah. months, we've had brands testing the system out. And what that has resulted in is just tremendous results in terms of retention improvement because they don't want to give up their points, right? Consumers want to keep that point system going. And then referrals have been great because once I'm spreading the word about a product, not only is now Steve buying that product, but I'm more likely to retain because I have some affinity to that to that product and brand. Yeah, I love it. I'm glad you're uh, working on the review and loyalty side. I know uh, I'll, I'll dig a little deeper a little later about the um, partnership side. I believe you've been pretty intentional about how to play nicely with a lot of others kind of in the tech space, like technology that people already have connected, because that's one of the big objections I get from some brands. If they're making a decision, they're saying, well, I already have these pieces of technology. I'm very happy with them. Do they play nicely? And like, what's the overall scope of the business by turning on a subscription? So we'll dig into that in a few minutes. 
If your Shopify store is making five or six figures per month in revenue, then you should totally consider using Tapcart to create a mobile app for your store. Now, innovative brands know that their customers prefer shopping on mobile apps and that push notifications are the key to reaching your top segment of customers in the age of saturated email and SMS marketing. Now, for a limited time leading up to the peak season, Tapcart is offering up to three months for free. So take advantage of their best deal of the year by booking a free 30-minute demo at tapcart.com forward slash fastlane. That's tapcart.com forward slash fastlane. I want to go back to the thing you mentioned about the post the post sale experience because I think that's so interesting because I do have a lot not just anecdotal but real hard data that is proving the fact the post purchase experience so both kind of like in the checkout flow um, the post purchase upsell or cross sell is so interesting to me so are you suggesting that um, that smarter has an option um, as part of the checkout flow to maybe nudge people in the right direction to saying hey you just add this one thing on but oh just so you know, there's a subscription offer available, not just maybe a subscribe and save, but maybe, um, and being able to flip that from within cart. And then I guess the other part of that question is that, so if someone buys a one-off, is there opportunity somewhere from within that session? Thank you for your order. You just bought a pound of coffee. Did you know, or did I not just tell you correctly on my PDP page that, that there's an offer for a subscription offering? So I'd just like to understand the, the kind of in checkout flow migration path to subscription and how that's kind of, you know, you, like your thought process around that. And then the post-purchase side of I've made a purchase non-subscription, but it is available. Yeah, great question. So on the first tail end of that is really like the PDP and how we optimize for that. And one thing that for sure is unique about Smarter and very fortunate to both the culture at our company, but also the community that we want to build for our brands is we are very hands-on to the extent that a brand wants us to be, of course. And we have now data from, I mean, literally millions and millions and millions of orders um, right. and millions of subscribers that are actively on Smarter, where we have an idea of what consumer behavior is driving certain success. So to the extent that a brand wants a partnership with us, we certainly are there. It can point to data points around what other beauty companies are seeing success with, what other food companies are seeing success with. But ultimately, mm. that does very much so depend on the product that you're selling, of course. Um, that being said, some common practices that we see really high yield from, one is, again, with the right product, but having subscribe and save or whatever membership terminology you're using, be the default option. Okay. And the key thing there is, right, you, you're you not doing that for a towel company or, uh, <laughs> right? Or, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you'd be surprised, Steve. We really do have some interesting <laughs> brands that come to us. But we, yeah. we really focus on the brands that have a true repeat business by nature and where we believe that subscriptions can be helpful. So that's right. definitely one. Um, okay. As far as your second point on the post-sale kind of uh, thank you for your order page. I'll have to give you a stay tuned for that one. Okay. I did notice though, like I know uh, when I when I go to the Smarter site and I, I take a look under under the partner side, maybe this is a good pivot. I see, you know, you appear to be playing quite nicely and there's, you know, and a, there's a lot of notable partners in here that I know a lot of brands that are listening today are using, you know, uh, a lot of these tools. One being Rebuy, which I think is quite interesting, plus technology partner, really good in personalization, uh, in cart, post-purchase, the whole thing. And so it's interesting that like, it looks like there's, you know, some, some really decent solutions out here that, um, 
and knowing that you work with a lot of these partners in all different areas, like your email, you're talking about the loyalty side of it. The, you know, the, I just check boxing right now on the post-purchase side. So we're, we're looking at rebuy, we're looking at card hook and a few others. And so can you, can you talk a bit about that? So I know you're building something more, more core, but how about those that are, that are existing, like brands right now that have existing pieces of technology to do these sort of things and they want to get involved in subscription. I'm trying to reduce some friction here of saying, Hey, I'm already using these tools. Let's talk about your philosophy first around why you have all of these partners uh, playing nicely with you. And then I still want to come back to that whole post-purchase experience. I just, I know there's money being left on the table. Um, and if they already have rebuy um, and they turn on smarter, that sounds like a, a pretty easy win. Yeah. I mean, again, to touch on your first point, partners to us have been everything. That is mm-hmm. our bread and butter. I think the ecosystem is so incredible and so unique to anything that I've experienced, partially because of our partners, both agency and tech, but really to have such a welcoming community. Um, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, largely I, I'm going to give credit to Shopify for building such a community, but really it's beautiful to see people coming together, even with semi-competitive products, still being right. able to partner, I think is really a phenomenal and very, very unique thing. So anyone that's listening to this is taking um, that aspect of this community for granted, please don't, mm. because that is very rare to come by. All right. For us, I mean, when you ask, you know, why, why are you playing so nicely with so many? Mm. My One of my main principles is good people come together, build good product, make happy customers. And mm-hmm. for us, it's ultimately how do we improve these brands' experiences? And if we can do so by powering with another player or other players in the space, of course we're going Mm. to do that. Our end goal should be the same as the Clavio and the Gorgeouses and the rebuys of the world. It should be to Mm. help brands create the most successful business possible. And that's what a strong tech stack will do. And something that's very important to us and, and was core to our business from day one, and surprisingly, we're still leading in this front, is really the most built natively on Shopify subscription app that currently exists. And Mm. that is partially what allows us to have such a wide breadth of partnerships. It allows Mm. us to be really natively integrated, both with Shopify, but also with our tech partners, which has been Mm. really interesting. Yeah, I'll make sure I link this up in the show notes. Yeah, you do you do quite you know play quite nicely with a lot of a lot of notable app partners, you know, in from marketing strategy and efficiencies and loyalty and email and the whole thing. So it's interesting that you all play nicely together. And that's uh kudos to you and smart that you have thought that from the beginning. Thank you. Um I want to talk a little bit about, I don't know what the, the best way to explain this, but you know, I I think when you go out on Google or you go to the app store, uh, there's going to be other notable partners um, that are doing subscription, maybe not the way you're doing it. You're notably, in my opinion, from my research, you do things a little bit differently. You have a lot more feature set out of the box, but can you talk a little bit about just the intentionality about, you know, I know you talk about some of the key features, but just maybe you want to, I don't want to rehash it, but if there's anything notable that like why um, you're specifically unique versus maybe others in the space. I mean, I think it's a blue ocean out there of opportunity where most brands are not doing subscriptions. So with, you know, more than 2 million brands on Shopify, the opportunity is massive for everyone. But I just we want to make sure that those that are not on subscription, why is Smarter a great choice maybe versus others? I appreciate that question. Our approach is, as you mentioned, very unique. We are very intentionally building and the proof is in the pudding. We took over a year of time to spend on R&D, which I don't believe any other <laughs> app has no, done. I think no, traditionally it's... it's 
Right. It's an interesting ecosystem because definitely Shopify allows you to build and present apps to the public. I mean, easy right. is not the right word, but yeah. you know, easily in comparison okay. to many That's other ecosystems. <laughs> yeah. Um, but our focus was let's make the best subscription app, not for just helping a brand literally just convert something into recurring billing. But how do mm -hmm. we actually take that consumer, as I said before, take that customer, turn them into a subscriber? But much more than that, much, much more significant than that is how do we make them a loyal customer and a brand advocate? So for mm -hmm. us, it's more about that post-sale experience long term. And I was just chatting with our fantastic head of marketing, Shannon, who we were we were talking about this kind of like long term vision. And we we said to each other today, you know, this is not a subscription app purely. We are an LTV tool. And okay. what that translates to is recurring revenue is an obvious avenue for how to mm -hmm. improve LTV for a brand. But that's the value that we're providing is improving the sustainability of someone's business through recurring revenue. Yeah. And I'd also like just, you know, what's nice is, is like brands that are on subscription, they, they love the fact, I mean, some brands, they, they kind of trigger, uh, their subscribers maybe at two o'clock in the morning when there's the lowest amount of traffic and they kind of go through those orders. I have other brands that do it once a month. They have a, they have a, a box that they do once a month and all their orders blast through all at once because it's one themed box per month and it's triggers on one yeah. day. And, um, but it's nice to have that, you know, to wake up in the morning each month and have, uh, know that that money is in the bank because that really is an asset for the for, for a business knowing that you have this many active subscribers that the revenue is going to be there and then that allows you to kind of future proof your business yes. so to speak can you can you talk a bit about that absolutely so i mean you just touched on gold right there right you're you're talking about not just waking up and knowing that money is coming through because of course that is wonderful and i would love to wake up and know that <laughs> you know <laughs> i had tens of thousands of orders about to process today but yep. from from at least our brands, what I can tell you is they so appreciate the fact that they're able to order enough inventory at a lower price point because they know that those orders are going to come through. They're able to right. plan seasonal products and seasonal releases because they know they have this loyal consumer base that will come back time and time again. So it's it extends from a nice to have into a necessity for a lot of these businesses where it's, of course, nice to wake up and know that your bank account is about to you see it, <laughs> a couple more zeros pop up. But, yeah. but more than that, it can really pivot their business. I mean, it can really yeah. make or break someone's business. And that, I think, is such a beautiful element of recurring billing. And one thing that we haven't really touched on either yet about, you know, we've talked about the benefits for the brand. But one thing we haven't touched on is the benefits for the consumer to want to get involved with a subscription offering. So yeah. can we unpack that a bit? Yeah, of course. Great question. Uh, one of my favorite topics, actually. <laughs> okay. There's there's a variety of categories, right? Again, I think well, the thing that irked me initially about the subscription ecosystem was that everything was fit into this one box. Subscribe and save, subscribe and mm -hmm. forget. Every right. product was treated <laughs> the same where you had a monthly subscription with 10% off and you know a very cookie cutter model, mm -hmm. um, but it was not built for unique businesses. And that's one of our key differentiators. Um, that is how we have seen our brands have so much success. And that translates directly to how consumers are benefiting from the solution as well. So w one type of subscri subscriber, I would say, is subscribing for convenience. And that's that's me when it comes to my you know, paper towels, for example, my soap dispenser refills. Yeah. That is yeah. a convenience purchase. 
that's not necessarily driven by a monetary incentive, but it's solely based on the fact that I don't want to, in, in addition to my groceries, carry home a large pack of paper towels. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, same with water, same with beverages that are heavy and you really don't want to be schlepping them, you know, upstairs or up your elevator, whatever your living situation is, it, it proves to be challenging for people. Yeah. So that's one. The second, and this is kind of going into a different direction, is the Build-A-Box, the sequential subscriptions. When you talk mm. about the subscription that goes out once a month, for, mm. for a brand, that typically correlates to some kind of a membership experience box, usually. Right. Yes, um, definitely. And that has been huge for our brands, being able to allow their consumer to, as you said, not just choose a flavor and stick with it, but have the ability to, yes, swap, but also create their own experience on a monthly basis, whether that's the same products. And maybe it's, I want, you know, a dozen of a certain a dozen cans of a certain beverage, and I want three of this flavor and three of that. Right. But it could also be that every month they're able to select a new product. One example of that that I have become quite addicted to is Book of the Month Club. Um, ah. And it is so fun. Every first of the month, my phone gets a little notification. I go on, I can see which books were selected. I pick up to three books and it's a really fun experience. Yeah. Um, and then the third that I'll touch on is this kind of replenishment refill product where you're purchasing a likely more expensive first time purchase. Typically that includes some kind of hardware. And then the refill component can be a physical good by, by nature. You're assuming it's a physical good. So for example, one of our brands that um, I have in my home, um, one bragging point of mine is that I was their first subscriber, is oh. Joe Lee, which I live in Hoboken, New Jersey. And so the water is, it's no New York. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and so I received a beautiful shower head. And then every three months, I received the refill, which is mm. that kind of filter cartridge. Oh, I see. And so that's been uh, an awesome experience, frankly, because it's it's fun to receive, but also a necessary one. Once you have invested in that hardware, you're unlikely to churn from that product, right? Um, right. And then on the last note of that is it doesn't have to just be a physical product, although by definition replenished typically insinuates that it's physical, but it could also be yeah. digital. We just launched with a brand that's doing a really, really cool uh, health ring. And so the ring is that one-time purchase that you receive. The mm -hmm. subscription element is actually the digital app where you can track your health and monitor your sleep and how you're doing. So, hmm. so yeah, those are the three that I would highlight, but I'm sure that there are many more we could chat for hours about. Oh, I know. No, that's great. It's, that's really good feedback. And I, I just, you know, end of the day, I think, um, you know, the most important thing that I'm getting out of this conversation is the fact that it's great for merchants. So as a revenue driver and LTV and kind of planning that way and just feeling uh, confident in your business. But, you know, I also, I love the fact that you've been intentional thinking about from a consumer's perspective and what the benefits are to them to want to get involved with either building a box or as you're saying, the replenishment kind of opportunity, the convenience factor that goes along with subscription offering. So all of that, I'm in complete alignment. This is the conversations I have all day long with <laughs> brands that maybe are not doing subscriptions saying, you know, there's two sides of this coin here, the revenue driver LTV, but there's also the customer side of it. And I think there's it's some convenience factor thing is huge. Um, this is lovely. Um, so maybe, I mean, you mentioned just Jolie, I don't know if, if this is a, a great time to pivot or not, but I just, we love hearing stories on this podcast because I think it really, and here, since you're a customer of Jolie now, <laughs> 
Um, I think, I don't know if this is a good one to chit chat about, but it'd be great to just understand like, you know, um, you know, anyways, I'll leave it up to you if this is who you want to chat about, but I just would love to understand like someone who didn't have a subscription offering and choosing smarter and that whole journey uh, of just of success, like on your platform. Is anybody notable of Jolie? Is it? I'm not sure, but let me know. Yeah. I, no, I mean, the co-founders of Jolie are just honestly just so inspirational. I'm happy to chat about them. But okay. we, All right. we also sure. have just have so many wonderful brands that are founded with incredible stories and who have really also benefited from subscription offerings. Jolie is one of them for sure. But um in general, it really just is wonderful to see the impact that a healthy subscription business can have. And when you touch on just a moment to go, um, that kind of not just the revenue driver, but some of the complications, let's say, that could arise from offering subscriptions, one of which that we mentioned in the beginning of this call was customer support tickets. And one thing that we're really <laughs> proud of is the proof is in the pudding, right? When when someone right. switches to Smarter, on average, anyway, they're seeing a 70%, 70% decrease in customer support tickets. And so that's wow. allowing our brands not only to benefit from the nice feeling of I'm waking up and I know that this money is coming in, not only to benefit from the fact that people are loyal customers to their product, obviously that has tremendous benefits of of their, of their own, but they're yeah. actually saving money because they're able to have their team spend time in other areas or potentially just not have as many CS reps, which so many people hired a ton of because right. of the complications around subscription. So that was a great point to bring up. I'm happy to to chat about Jolie. They're really one of my favorite products just because again, okay. I use it every day, if not twice, twice a day. <laughs> um, okay. But but it really is a great, a great duo, uh, Ryan and Arjun. And their their model is just one of the smartest recurring models that I have seen. And that's okay. because, as I mentioned, they have a hardware solution, which is the shower head. Once I have committed to that shower head, and not, by the way, the installation was three seconds. But once I have decided to purchase a shower head, I'm committing to this brand. Um, mm -hmm. And the nice thing about it is that once I've committed to that shower head, the refill itself, I think it ends up being like $10 a month. And truly, mm -hmm. this is, I'm not sponsored, I promise, but truly, like, my hair has gotten better, my skin has gotten better, the best part, and I owe them, they keep asking me for this video, but I really do owe them this time, <laughs> is a video of my dog. I don't know if you're, are you a dog guy? Oh, yeah. So, my my pup, best doggy in the world, Riley, it was know. not a shower girl, okay? And I swear to you, we got the, and by the way, this is literally, like, we live in an apartment, we have a tub, but she does not mm -hmm. do well in the tub. So we put her in the shower and either one of us is in the shower with her or we just close the door and like see what she does. Mostly <laughs> big relief. But she went from like hiding in the corner of the shower to literally, I'm not, I'm not bullshitting here, standing <laughs> under the shower head, literally showering because the water just comes out smoother. It really does. Um, oh, anyway, wow. their business has seen really incredible growth, but also less than 1% churn. And that speaks to both the quality of product. Obviously, what they're doing is really special and it's a beautiful product, but also just the model itself is is genius. It really is. Hardware plus retail works really well for our brands. 
Yeah. So, so this brand, so this is, uh, I just, I think I'm the right URL here. So, uh, jolieskinco.com. Yes. And so, and I do see, yeah, the filtered shower head. So we'll, we'll, we'll throw them up in the show notes and, uh, and, uh, I mean, being a Shopify brand, we'll just throw them some kudos here, but it's pretty neat. So 148 bucks, uh, gets you this like really mint shower head in all different, uh, different colors, like brushed steel and, and uh, aluminum and chrome and on different colors and stuff. But I think the win here, the LTV win, once again, it's just for both for the brand and the consumer like you know you've made the investment for you or not you have it now but now you're on a subscription plan for i don't know six bucks six bucks every quarter or six bucks a month like whatever it comes in at it's it's very um it's, it's a small investment for the for the larger 148 dollars that you spent to get i think they're giving you yeah every every 90 days you're getting a new filter that you can put in so it's a high level great product but instead of being a one-off and see you later now you have this option um Pretty cool story and having a low churn rate too. I, I can guarantee you that just like in hardware, knowing what the gross margin is going to be in the manufacturing of this $148 unit, knowing what typical margins are for production of something of this kind of quality, um, you know, th there's a little bit of profit in that. But th th I think where it's really made up is, you know, in an active charcoal filter that is, you know, sent to you every quarter um, and knowing the lifetime value of that, that's really where this brand is right. really, I think, I think winning in the end. Yeah, I mean, I I have total conviction in in that business, so definitely recommend yeah. um, checking out the site. It's beautiful, and uh, I can't speak to their margins, but <laughs> yeah. it is a really healthy business. Yeah, no, that's lovely. Um, so let's talk about the future for the smarter product. I mean, it, it seems like you're you know you said you did a full year of R and D before releasing. Uh, really got involved in the middle of the pandemic. Here we are now on Shopify. Uh, many, many, many brands are you know powered by your connection, um, just because you're much more advanced, in my opinion, from what I can see. Um, and so I think that's really exciting. Where are things headed? You you alluded to a little bit about you know maybe getting involved in the loyalty side. You've been talking a little bit about you know some other different enhancements to the product. So I don't know what you can share on a public roadmap. But here we are today. Um, and where do you believe you're going to be a kind of a year from now? What, what can people expect? Yeah, of course. Um, a few secrets to be had, but All right. for us, it's not in, you know, the way that you phrase it was great. The, the thing for us is not to dabble in a variety of areas. We are not right. a, a one stop for 25 apps type of um, <laughs> type of company. No, no Swiss Army knife for you? <laughs> well, not quite. No. Really, our focus is on that recurring revenue, how do we improve LTV and how do we turn customers into advocates and champions? And right. that has its own little ecosystem that we can build around. So as I mentioned, we literally next week are launching rewards and referrals to the public. We just launched uh, a completely out of the box, no code build a box, which is really exciting. And to my knowledge, the first that exists in the space. Um, we recently launched digital subscriptions, which again, allows a brand to offer more of a membership style experience that could be, you know, a product plus access to a special member only club or member only magazine or newsletter or cooking book. And really next year is focused on essentially how do we re grow that repeat customer base that could be through re-engaging customers that could be um, through diving into memberships more, but sky's the limit. We're super excited. Um, we'll be also launching a ton around predictive analytics and making sure that brands have the proper insights that they need to make decisions on their business, both short and long term, right? When at the very beginning of the call, you mentioned swapping out products and how that could be helpful for a consumer right. that wants to try a different flavor. What if brands had access to that information proactively, 
What if we knew uh, that a certain product was, you know, more likely to cause churn and there were preventative steps that you could take to ensure that that consumer had the best possible experience? That's just a taste of what's on the roadmap that we're currently working on. But hopefully that is a good teaser. Yeah, it sounds like a little bit of first party data going on here and understanding the relationships between, uh, you know, this RFM, this recency frequency monetization strategy, and then understanding the correlation between products, um, you know, the, the likelihood of the second sale. I know I talk a lot about this to my brands and saying, if, you, if you're not getting involved in some kind of a solution for an RFM and, and avoiding churn, you're active and you're at risk and you're loyal customers. And then how do we get them to the second and third sale or in your case, yes. into a subscription offering? It's a very interesting conversation. And the data is inside Shopify. That first party data is there. Right. It's just how do you uncover it and how do you action it? Yes, exactly. It's unlocking it and, and taking it and, and doing something with that data ideally, automatically, right? Ideally, yeah. there's some kind of engine that doesn't require brands because by the way, brands are pulling this data and manually looking at their reports and manually uh -huh. making one-off changes. Um, and that's what we're trying to avoid. We're trying to create a system that allows brands to, at scale, offer subscriptions and memberships with ease that will really impact their business in a positive way. Ah, oh, this is lovely. So... Where do you want to send people? Like, what do you believe are, are kind of our next steps, are our call to action for those listening today that have maybe made a decision? Yeah, I, I'm all in on kind of what Smarter is doing. I appreciate what, you know, what Gabby has to say that, hey, it's good for the brand. Um, it's another revenue driver. It's great for the consumer. Where do you want to send people education or just overall next steps? Great question. Um, first off, we would love to speak with any of you that are on this call that have more questions. Does not have to be smarter related. We do just love talking about all things subscriptions and recurring billing related. So if you even just want to pick our brains, our team is here and open to chatting. Um, okay. Feel free to go on our website and schedule a call if you'd like. Otherwise, you can, of course, email us in. Steve can also share our information. We yep. will be offering special pricing. So please mention Steve if you do talk to us in this <laughs> okay. podcast and we'll make sure uh, that you guys are getting a great uh, offer. And thank you, Steve, so much for having us. Oh, my pleasure. And one thing I've noticed on the website too, um, really great blog, all the case studies and things like that are all listed like right on the Smarter website. So I'll make sure those go into the show notes. Um, and I understand that um, you would like to, sh and we kind of talked in the green room before recording today, I understand that you would like to, for those that really want to pull the trigger and say, yeah, I want to get involved, maybe book a call, but is, is there any other, other kind of listener only bonus or promotion to kind of really get going with Smarter? Yes. Yeah, so this is really exciting because we actually have never in the history of Smarter offered any promotion. <laughs> I swear. Oh. I swear. All right. Um, and in honor of this podcast and also the fact that we're co-hosting an event with Shopify in New York next week, we're going okay. to be offering your listeners and then also attendees of that event 20% uh, off to, uh, oh. Smarter, which is oh. not only the first time that we've offered a discount, but it's it's a really excellent deal. And um, we'll still obviously provide all of the customer support. You'll still get your dedicated account manager. All the things that people love about Smarter will be included in that. Oh, lovely. This is great. So um, what we'll do then um, is I'll have a landing page created. So ecommercefastlane.com forward slash smarter. That'll be in the show notes. That'll redirect to a landing page. Uh, so those that are listening, you can uh, take Gabby up on that offer. And uh, well, this has been great. I honestly, you know, <laughs> I always say this on the show, but it's a life of learning. This is one of my mantras. I did a little bit of research ahead of time, but I think you've really, uh, really shared a lot. It's really, really, really important um, to have a subscription offering for 
most brands. I think you, those listening today dig deep and try to figure out how is it that I can get involved in a recurring revenue opportunity. Um, it's great for the brand. It's great for the end consumer. If your product mix is there, you guys are available almost as business consultants to kind of help and talk through the opportunity. And I think I really appreciate that. And thank you for just like sharing your knowledge and your vision. I just appreciate you giving back to the Shopify ecosystem today. Of course. And thank you all so much. And thank you, Shopify. Obviously, has been a great partner to us. We're so excited for what the future holds. And thank you guys so much for listening. All right. Have yourself a great afternoon. Thanks so much. You too, Suze. Well, that's it for today's episode. I'd like to thank you personally for being a loyal listener of e-commerce Fastlane. It's my hope that this podcast is offering you a ton of value through growth strategies, tactics, and exclusive insider tips on the best Shopify apps and marketing platforms, all with my personal goal to help you build, manage, grow, and scale a successful and thriving company powered by Shopify. Thanks for investing some time today and listening to the show. I'm so proud and excited that you have a growth mindset and are a constant learner. I truly appreciate you and your entrepreneurial journey. Enjoy the rest of the week and keep thriving with Shopify.